Corner back. Hello, David. Getting used to that now. After the two episodes, you're getting used to it. Getting used to it, yeah. yeah. Getting. I guess, I guess we had to make it as well, so yeah, there's a you like certain it? amount of. Oh, yeah. I had some. I had a nice comment about the '80s vibe. Yeah, that's um, what we were going for, wasn't it? I think we achieved it. If I do say so myself. Well, you did on behalf of us. Yes. Well, you always speak on behalf of us, please. David. Yes, Joe. What did you have for dinner? <laughs> um, well, actually, um, recently, uh, my wife and I have, have subscribed to one of these. Um, this is a long answer for that question. Yeah. Isn't well, it? I got to build up to it. You know, I want to explain it. Yeah. Uh, we've recently subscribed to one of these food uh, meal subscription things. Details. Do you know what I mean? I think so. I don't want to say the, the brand name because it's advertising, but it, it rhymes with mouse to. Does it? Yes. Is this the thing where you get a pack that's got loads of pre-chopped and just ready no, to No, no, no. It's not all. Oh, no, you have to cook it yourself. You choose the meals mm-hmm. out of a selection of, well, I don't know, 50, something like that, mm-hmm. on the website. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you choose the ones you want for a week. Bish, bash, bosh. There's your dinner. Chicka, chicka, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Only used it once. Yeah. All that's right, nice. Yeah. So to, to answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it? It was, um, it was, a chi- it was chicken. In like a a creamy spinach and tomato sauce with uh, potatoes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, th- I'm glad you got to the end of that story, Thank I must you. admit. Yeah, yeah. Have you signed up to any food subscriptions? Food subscription things, no. as you so, so you know, yes. pertinently said. Yes. Uh, no. No, what did you have then? Just egg and uh, chips? I've signed up to a food subscription thing in the sense that I went to Sainsbury's and bought myself a Taste the Difference pizza. Oh, get you. Is that advertising? Wow. No, they're too big, aren't they? It doesn't matter. Everyone knows about it. They do. Yeah. Um, and with it, I had a salad where uh, what I did was is I got some carrots and I chopped them up into little sticks. A carrot and salad. And then and then I got some olives and I cut them in half. Oh, very, this is um, a very middle class dinner. And then um, there were some other things in it that were too small to recognise, but it was nice and <laughs> salad You didn't know what they were? I didn't make Raisins it. Raisins. I didn't make it, Dave. You didn't make I'll it. I'll be honest. No, someone made it for you, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're a kept man. But it was nice. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> good. Well, that's the main thing. Yeah. It filled a hole. Uh, yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's still full. Yeah. Mm. yeah that makes yeah. me feel uncomfortable. Episode two, then? Episode two of season two. Yeah, Welcome two back. Two Thank four. you to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> listened last week um we've got another banger for you i hope um it's a banger keep your comments and interactions with us flooding in via our various social media uh platforms and our website and don't forget that we have a patreon account now uh and you can go to www.patreon.com forward slash round the back and be a patron of our show by giving us three pounds a month. Yeah. But you don't have to. But you don't have to. It's You're always going to be devil's it's advocate on that, aren't oh, you? Oh, you have to be, yeah. yeah. Taking money out of our own pocket there, mate. Also, with the website, when you announce a website, I think now, these days, people know the W bit. I, w- I would, wouldn't bother with that. I would just go straight into... It makes me feel like one of those auction guys, if you say it really quickly. It sort of makes me feel like it's impressive. Is it, it's not impressive, You've though, always dreamed about that, haven't That's you? That's been my... <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I've tried to be an auctioneer. I've ended up a podcaster. But, you know, I'll settle for that. Yeah. Oh, you got you've got the, the little mallet. What's it called? I sold it. Just go a little mallet. I sold it to... You know, I've sold my dreams. To the highest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> you can understand a fucking word I was saying. Um, anyway... Um, 
Is that our intro, Dom? I, I think, think, yeah. yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, well, uh, as is always with Round the Back, we shall go on to the news. Here's this week's headlines with me, Kevin the Brown. And me, John Bush. Two men rob US convenience store wearing watermelon rind disguises. One-eyed screw with Instagram account is returned to nature. <laughs> Robot sex doll inventor claims it has improved his marriage. Donkey arrested on charge of gambling. <laughs> Man quits his job after being outed as Australia's notorious poo jogger. <laughs> Men think recycling makes them look gay. <laughs> say the best you say that one to last, didn't you? Yeah. Oh. I mean, you, I mean, ask me about it, but I haven't. I've only got the headline. That's all that matters. Well, I wasn't going to ask you about it. Actually, I was just going to say I don't share that opinion. I must admit, no, because that is all that is, isn't it? I think it depends how you're doing it. I mean, if you did it dressed up as Freddie Mercury from the "I Want to Break Free" music video, yeah, yeah. But you then know, you would say, well, it's not recycling that makes him look gay. It's the. It's, it's the, not it's the, the get act up. of the recycling. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to. I'm going to c- continue to recycle. Not that it matters if people think that. Who cares? Twenty it's 2019, man. That's it. 2K, it's not 2019. 2K20 now, Dave. It's not 2019. <laughs> oh, if only it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, would would you like to go first, Dave, or shall I? I don't mind. Should we toss for it? Ooh. Done. Okay. <laughs> Desperate appeal after Seagull grabs dog from Devon Garden. Dave, it's Seagull News. Oh, seagulls. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know. Uh, Not neither good. do I. No. Yeah. Desperate appeal after Seagull grabs dog from Devon Garden. Grabs a dog. It must have been a small dog or a puppy. Oh, don't, a please don't tell me it's a puppy. It's uh, Well, that will come up in the article, what type of dog it is, I think. Hope. I hope. Uh, in the in the midweek, Dave, as in it's not midweek, but between last Thursday and today, yeah, uh, yeah. I sent you a video. Do you remember on Instagram of a seagull eating a whole? Oh my god! Uh, either rat or rabbit. It's hard it, to tell. It was a rabbit, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. It was. It was dis. Ah, oh, it was awful. And it wasn't a small one as well. It, it ate, was a, almost the same size as the seagull. Yeah, and it, it it's essentially just doubled its weight in the matter of seconds. Did you, what, I, what I noticed was that the other, even the other seagull in this shot was just looking at him, going, "What are you, you doing, dirty bastard?" Yeah. He was saying. you're not going to eat like, oh, well, we all know someone like that, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you're yeah. not going to fit that whole naan in your mouth unless you he, have fit that whole naan. He in. does his own sort of seagull show for Seagull TV News called uh, Seagull versus Food. Do you reckon it's some? Sort of like weird, all oh, that, or some sort of weird Japanese TV show where they have to do all this weird <laughs> yeah, stra- Or the I'm a I'm a seagull, get me out of here. Yeah. Oh a, yeah, yeah, weird shit. yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So anyway, back to this story. Yes. Um, this this poor dog has been lifted from a uh, garden in Devon. Um, the owner says, "I have no idea if he was dropped or where he is now." Uh, <laughs> oh no! So, so they don't know where he is. The dog. They don't know where he is. He's still missing. Apparently, oh, no. an appeal has been launched after this dog was snatched by a seagull and carried away in the bird's beak. So didn't see him eat the dog. Thankfully, no. uh, Becca Hill, 24, of Paynton in Devon, said she hopes her four-year-old miniature Chihuahua. So. A Pretty damn small dog. Yeah, uh, Gizmo, his name is. They have big heads and big eyes, don't they? Weird-looking little things. They sort of look like, yeah, yeah, weird. That's what they sort of look like. 
aliens. They're hoping that Gizmo's still alive. Um, she said the dog was grabbed and carried a fair way by the seagull. But no, they don't really know that because they that didn't old, see it that, that far. Old, uh, so. That old measuring... Uh, <laughs> it's like saying a stone's throw, isn't it? Yes, it's exactly. Like, yeah. Basically. Um, my partner was in the garden putting the washing out at the time and suddenly he saw it swoop down. It carried Gizmo a fair way as we couldn't see him anymore. I have no idea if he was dropped or where he is now. She also posted about Gizmo on Facebook saying, please, 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 please. Anyone <laughs> finds a chihuahua, She's desperate. he's mine. <laughs> a seagull took him from my garden. Now... Well, hold on. That's quite. If anyone finds a chihuahua, he's mine. Yeah. Well, it might be a different one. It might be. Right. There's a picture of Gizmo here, so I guess. Oh, I see. Go. Okay. Fair enough. But uh, I mean, usually our seagull news are kind of funny. But that's if it ate a dog, that's a bit dark, isn't it? Oh, I hope it didn't eat it. But I suppose I brought this to the podcast because that's how awful they can be, and that's how much of a danger to society they are. Well, we've highlighted it in the past in series one. It's true. Season one, a number of times. I'd say about sixty times. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, to be honest, it's their fault, the dog owner's fault for not, uh, you know, paying attention to us. Protect your dog. Yeah. Be a responsible dog owner by getting a larger dog. Don't let your, don't, if you've got a baby dog, uh, a small dog, don't let it run around. If you've got children, don't let them eat outside. Yeah. Uh, what else? Don't eat, don't walk along the seaside eating chips. Put, you're, that, you're, you're asking for it, actually. You are. You're inviting it. And you know what you can do to keep them away, Dave? Stare at them. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Stare As we learned last yes, week, you can stare at seagulls. Is it and they like stay that away. old thing of uh, if you see a shark, punch it on the nose? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. I try and treat life like that. You know? Do you? Yeah. What? Like in pun- general. Just punching it on the nose. Yeah. Yeah. Staring it and then punch it in the just fucking nose. Bap mate. it right in the chops. I'll put you right in the fucking nose, life. But yeah, this poor dog. Uh, uh, I, hope it is. Okay. I hope he's all right. Yeah. I hope he's all right. He's probably just in neighbor's garden, you know. <laughs> he didn't get there very far. I reckon they should. Uh, I might try and capitalise on this clear and present danger. I think you should, and monetise. Like on a it. lot of people do, you know, business people. If something awful happens, like a, some sort of global issue, and people manufacture loads of things to sell to people in their fear, don't they, Dave? Like, we might be seeing something like that at the moment. So, what I might do is manufacture little ankle weights for dogs to stop them getting carried oh, away that's by birds. A good idea. What do I'd you think? Buy, I'd buy, I would buy, Joe, I think that's a great idea. I would buy it, and I don't even have a dog. Well, that's you never good, know when you're going to get a dog. That's how good an idea I think it is. You never know when a dog is going to land in your garden and you might want to protect it yeah. with some ankle weights. You in just fact, never I, know when that's going to happen. I have cats and they're, and they're probably bigger than a, whatever dog Miniature that was. Miniature chihuahua. Miniature chihuahua. Mm. Um, so maybe I should get some. Can I get some? Can I order some for my cats? I'll, yeah. I'll have to. I'll have to make an, have a, an alternative version of it. I've, of the I don't wanna, I've only got two cats. Whether I don't want people to start saying, "Oh, he's got about twenty cats." I've got two cats, brother and sister. It's fine. No normal. one. It's normal. No one was saying that, but sure. But just in case, I think that's a fitting conclusion to my news story. Well, Dave. it's a good story. Seagull, Seagull news. Seagull news. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's um, your news, David? My news. Uh, it stems from Australia, mate. All right, mate. Uh, judge clears man who broke into wrong house to fulfil client's BDSM sex fantasy. Right, 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 right. Right, right, Yeah, right. come and break in my house and do me in weird ways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what number are you again? 30? Oh, yeah, sure. See you there. <laughs> An Australian man accused of breaking into the wrong house as he sought to fill to fulfil another man's... Fill, yeah. Illness. That was a bit Freudian there, <laughs> yeah, wasn't Well, it, he might have filled him. He sought to fill him, right? Oh, it. Hold on, what's going on there? Oh, you yeah, lost it. Technical problems. Lost it. Uh, at a fulfil, another man's sex fantasy has been found not guilty. On Thursday, a judge in New South Wales... Australia... Yeah. 
cleared Terence Leroy of charges stemming from an incident last July where he was one of two men hired to carry out a stranger's sexual fantasy of being tied up while clad in his underpants. <laughs> hey, whatever tickles your So, pickle, so wait, wait, he tied himself up and no, then no. was like, I'm ready! No, no, I'm he ready? wanted to be tied up. Oh, by robbers. Unless he was waiting tied up. Oh, no, no, no. Problem is, Leroy and his partner went to the wrong house. Uh, apparently <laughs> the case of mistaken identity began after a man living in western New South Wales near Griffith, Griffith doesn't matter <laughs> went on Facebook looking for some someone willing to tie him up and then rub a broom handle around his underwear no rub a broom <laughs> handle around his underwear why a broom handle is that the extent of what, that, what was going to happen rub, it's very specific rub something Rub a broom handle. But I, like, I don't understand. Rub the broom handle around. Right. Okay. We've, yeah. we've rubbed you now. We're going to go. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> what? Um, I've got a quote here. He was willing to pay $5,000 if it was really good, <laughs> Judge Sean Grant noted in the ruling. Uh, a police officer testified that the man who hired Leroy and another ident- unidentified man, sorry, had a history and proclivity for engaging in the services of people. Sorry, engaging in the... That's very vague. The services of people. I mean, that could cover anything. Excuse me, I need a solicitor. Oh, I'm experienced in engaging in the services of people. Oh, no, Uh, I don't want a broom handle around my crotch, thanks. (laughs) Oh, don't worry, that's a side service. That's not what I mean. I'm a notary first, and I've $5,000 to sign that document, please. (laughs) What do you charge for the broom handle? Oh, $5,000, actually. That's funny enough, yeah. Only if it's really good. (laughs) This document hasn't been legalised very good, so I'm going to pay you $2,000. Um, but uh, I digress. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so he. Uh, so after finding two willing people to engage in the role-playing fantasy, he sent his address to them. But on the day of the fantasy was to take place, Leroy and his partner showed up at the wrong house on the client street. Jesus. The home's occupant, who was on his way to use the bathroom, heard noise and assumed it was a friend who came by each day to make coffee. This, this, no. <laughs> this gets straight. That suggests it's in the morning as well. Well, yeah. It was just, Naughty shit should happen at night. I think it happened at night, but perhaps the guy thought, oh, it's the morning. But why has he got someone ra- who comes round to make coffee for him? All right, Bruce. Yeah. All right, Wayne. The victim. Just come around, let myself in to make some coffee, mate. So they got in this guy's house, and the victim yelled out, bugger off, it's too early, thinking it was his coffee, mate. <laughs> Uh, but turned on his nightlight after hearing someone ask if he was the name of the man waiting for the kinky roleplay. The victim then turned on a light, he just said that, and saw two men carrying machetes standing next to his bed. Why did they stop? Just broom handles? I don't know why they had machetes. machetes. They turned it up a notch, haven't they? Jesus. After the victim spoke... Were they dressed as gimps as well? It doesn't say. I think they had watermelon uh, uh, helmets on. Did they? Yeah. (laughs) After the victim spoke his name, Leroy and his colleague... His colleague? (laughs) Uh, Excuse me, my colleague. Uh, (laughs) Is this the correct house, my colleague? Leroy and his colleague... Wait, you're getting paid how much, my colleague? I'm only getting $10. (laughs) He's uh, he's Scottish. This is my colleague. (laughs) Uh, Leroy and his colleague realised the error and started to leave. According to court documents, one of them said, sorry, mate. The other shook the victim's hand and said, bye. (laughs) Honest mistake, mate. It's it's, it's very polite. Uh, They then drove to the correct address while the man they left behind contacted the police, uh, as you would. Police eventually showed up, found the machetes in the car, and charged Leroy with entering a home intending to intimidate while armed with an offensive weapon. Surely they didn't get cleared of the offensive weapon part of that charge because yeah, I yeah. don't I can't see because well, it, well, it wasn't intended to be used as an offensive weapon. So the, so Grant ruled that the prosecution had not proved Leroy intended to intimidate during the trial. 
Leroy's attorney successfully argued that the whole mishap, as he told the court, arose from a, quote, a commercial agreement to tie up and stroke a semi-naked man in his underpants with a broom. Um, that, that, that was their get out. I, I, I find the use of the word commercial interesting because for me, commercial means that it is, it's a listed business. It pays tax. Well, it, I mean, it, you know, you look it up in the yellow pages of, you know, like it's a paid machete service. broom handle fuckery and sons. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, how did you know that? That was, oh. that's weird. I haven't used them before. No, 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 no. Franchise, UK franchise. <laughs> well, that's... anyway, that's your broom handle machete sex news. I enjoyed it, uh, and it's it struck me as a little bit pulp fiction. You know, I could imagine the two characters, like uh, the two hitmen in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah well, it one of matter. them one doesn't of, matter, Dave. One of them might be called Bruce because it's from Australia. Yes, and that's uh, as we know is the most common name in Australia. Uh, yeah, I was judging by television. I think the, the the word Struth definitely came into it as well. Yes, Struth, Bruce, throw a shrimp on the barbecue. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you reckon it was next door? Might have been. Yeah. That's your news. Oh, news. Yeah. I liked it. Thanks. I like yeah. you. So, Dave, <laughs> uh, minutes after the conclusion to uh, Series 2, Episode 1 yes. last week, yeah. uh, a major footballing thing happened, didn't yes. it? And we just about missed, missed the boat on that, well, but we, that's due to our scheduling. So. We did say that, Liverpool, as in, in the last episode, you were here, one of us say, I can't remember who, uh, Liverpool will almost definitely win the league. Correct. And we were right. We were. I mean, we predicted it. I mean, you know, you got all these TV pundits and former footballers on TV getting yeah. paid a lot of money, but... Really, they should be listening to the likes of us. So literally, the minute we started recording, uh, Chelsea had beaten Man City, which meant Liverpool won the league. I'll give you some idea of what time we record this little beauty. It, the evening. But don't tell anyone. Um, uh, yeah, so... So, Liverpool champions. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm relieved, to be honest, because, um, you know, I don't think it was ever going to happen that the league would get cancelled, but uh, it was something that was definitely in the news, and it makes you think, shit... And um, they're definitely the deserved winners. I mean, I don't know the well, last time there I mean, was a just, points um, just, gap as big as there is at the top. Mm, they're definitely deserved winners. I mean, because they won on, it on points on points alone. <laughs> yeah, not just because um, you know they're they're nice guys. I think they are as well. Yeah, some, a lot of them are. Yeah, they are. I don't think there's any bad. Who's your favourite? Oh. Who's your favourite? Trent. Yeah, Terence Trent Derby. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's it's just. Like yeah, I think it's mainly because of that song, actually. Yes. That he's my favourite. Yeah. But... I like... I don't, I don't like any of them, really. I mean, no, I don't dislike them. Mm. I just don't... I don't particularly like... I mean, they're all fine. They're all fine. I, I just... like I like Klopp. Yeah, I mean, he's priceless. There's so much that he does that is funny and amusing. Yeah. And he's just... He's fresh as a, as a character of a Premier League manager. He's fresh and new still, even after a few years in Premier League. He isn't like any of the others. There's a type, isn't there, that kind of gets a bit boring with managers. Yeah. He's taller than you might think. Is he? Yeah. That's just, Good. Just adding. Is to that him. in response to what I was saying? Or yeah, just... I'm just adding. We're talking about Klopp. I just said he's, he's taller unusual. than you might. Than you might. How, how tall do you think he is? Six. Six what? Foot. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, he's taller than that. So there you go. I, pro- oh, I was right. All right. Yeah. Don't tell me how tall he actually is. What do you? What kind of an answer? If someone says, "How tall are you?" Oh, I'm. I'm um, six. Well, you know, people say six, six one, six two, five. Yeah, but do you, no, people don't say six. 
people got to go. Oh, six, six zero, one, six two. No, they say six foot. No, if, if it's just a singular. Is this like, the new garlic bread? <laughs> the, why did you say it's a weird thing to say? How tall are you? Six. Not how old are you? <laughs> Flied. Um, yeah, I didn't joke. Uh, but I wasn't there. Um, yeah. <laughs> So Liverpool won the league. Liverpool won the league, and we ref- now this is a time to reflect upon that. Uh, and, you know, in honour of that... Mm. Well, talking about honour, actually, before I- <laughs> another segue, uh, this evening, Man City are giving Liverpool a guard of honour, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, I, th- I like all that. It's just a shame he's in front of an empty stadium. I do yeah, like that, too. I think uh, did good. you hear Danny Murphy, his comments on it, saying that um, Man City shouldn't, uh, in particular, Kevin De Bruyne... Would, Kevin the Brown, sorry. Yeah, so he shouldn't be uh, giving a guard of honour to Liverpool for winning the league because a lot of those players couldn't lace his boots, is what he said. Basically saying, oh, no, I did see basically that. saying Kevin forgotten. De Bruyne is like an amazing player and some of the Liverpool players are not as good as him. Okay, that's a fair enough point. But they've just won the league. It doesn't matter. Just just do a nice thing. Well, uh, I think, yeah, that's I don't think it comes into like... it and go, I'm not, I'm not going to go in the guard of honour because I'm better than all of them. Well, Yes, individually you might be better than individuals in that team, but as a team they were better over the. So just stand there and clap. It's Don't also you... absurd to say that one player is better than the Liverpool team, which is sort of what he's insinuating. Because you know, is he better than Allison in goal? Is he better than Trent at right back? No, of course he's not. He's a centre midfielder, and that's what he does. I think Danny. He didn't think about what he was saying, did he? I don't think he thought no, about he it. Just come out with he it. He let it piss out of his mouth. Yes, he he's mouth pissing again. He did a piss mouth. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, to reflect upon how far Liverpool have come yeah. uh, under Klopp, I thought I would do basically uh, my Liverpool's shittest eleven of the Premier League era. Oh yeah, nice. So yeah. I've I've put together a, a starting eleven and a bench uh, of Liverpool's shittest players, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, from the Premier League era. Now my my Premier League era doesn't go back the whole way. So some early Premier League players, if Liverpool players, probably won't feature in this. Uh, I don't think anyone for our older listeners pick you mm-hmm. up on it. Um, so in goal, yeah, I think it's controversial because he was good in some ways. Simon Mignolet, oh yeah, or Simon, yeah, I suppose he's Belgian. He had he had moments, something. Yeah, he had moments. Yeah, he just was a bit of a flapper, wasn't he? It was corners was his weakness, right? Yeah. I thought about Carrius, but then I thought it was actually unfair because he wasn't that n- uh, number one for that long, and you know, a twenty-four-year-old making catastrophic mistakes in the Champions League final. It's forgivable, right? Well, not if you're a Liverpool fan. Yeah, which I understand that. Which you're not, so you forgive me. And I'm not. No. Anyway, goalkeeper, Simon Mignolet. Yeah. Left back, unsurprisingly, Jimmy Traore. Okay, yeah. Famous for that sort of like Marseille turns Zidane trick into his own net. Yeah, yeah. Terrible player. Yeah. Uh, Centre-back, current Liverpool player, maybe controversial, but I think it was, was it Keown? Someone said, "You just to beat Liverpool, you've got to attack this player. It's Dejan Lovren. Oh, right. But no, but he claimed to be the greatest centre-back in the world, didn't he? He did. He's wrong, I'm afraid. He is, he is wrong. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay, fine. Because he shares you know, a team with a player that's definitely better than him and likely to be the best centre-back in the world. Yes. Uh, you're talking about Joe Gomez. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, the other centre-back, I think he's actually a full-back, but I'd have Who to cares? squeeze him in, is uh, Bjorn Torre Kvarma. I don't know if you remember him. Never heard of him. He was crap. Joined in was the 90s. Fair enough. Yeah, from Norway or something. Right back, Andre Dosena. Andrea Dosena. Never heard of him. Right, yeah, he was crap. Yeah, who was uh, it? Yeah. He joined from one Norway? of the sort of half-decent Italian clubs. Oh. No, was Italy or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, with a sort of, not a big fee, but a big reputation. 
crap. Crap. Um, left midfield, Bruno Sheiru. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. There was there were they the Sheiru brothers. Don't know. I don't think so. Oh, there was another one, wasn't there? Maybe. Hmm. Might have been. Um, he might have had a brother. I think he was one of Gerard Houllier's oh, uh, yeah, flops, yeah, yeah. of which there were many. Mm. Uh, yeah. Centre midfield, um, something Aquilani, whatever his first name is. Oh, yeah. He, uh, was, he was blighted with injuries, but he just wasn't right for the Wasn't it Alf Aquilani? Alf. Wasn't it Alf? I thought it was Peter. Something like that. It was a, It was a, a, it was an A. a. Stefan. It was an A. It was an A. Alberto, probably. Albert, it was Alberto. Alberto. Alberto Aguilani, yeah. yeah. He, he was a brilliant player, came to Liverpool and turned toilet all just very quickly. Turned toilet. Turned toilet. That's a good uh, saying. I like that, yeah. So Aquilani, the other centre midfielder, has some good moments in the Premier League, but not of the Liverpool level. Signed in desperation, I think. Charlie Adam. <laughs> yeah. Ping a long ball, that's all he can do. Yeah. Charlie Adam. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He was good. He was good. Just can't, playing, I think. Can't run, can he? Really, he's not quick enough. No, I don't don't run. Just just kick it far. Hmm. That's the trick. Right midfield. This a very forgettable player. Uh, I almost did myself. Okay. But I remember that he was part of the Michael Owen transfer to Real Madrid. Oh. Antonio Nunez. No. Completely just didn't turn up at I've all. Forgotten the I name. I mean, he did already. turn up, but he didn't yeah. turn up. No. Yeah, we you turned I mean? up, but he was on the register. Yeah, but they. But the, then the, he was truant the whole time. <laughs> he just, just went home off. after registration. Yeah, fuck this man. Is that what they do? They sit down at like old-fashioned school desks. Yeah, and, here, sir. Virgil. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Joe. Yes. <laughs> Terence. Um, One of the most entertaining registers in Premier League football. Um, Centre forward or striker, Christian Benteke Fried Chicken. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, Big flop for me. Because I think he's on that list because he was so good at Aston Villa for that season before they bought him. Yeah, he's not doing too well, not scoring a lot of goals at uh, Crystal Palace either. I mean, since since that Aston Villa, he he hasn't had a good season where he scored more than a few goals, right? What happened to him? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> just, just I don't know. Saying it. No, no, I don't no. know. Just rhetorical. And now the final striker, the 11th player, is I think statistically the worst Premier League striker of all time. Because I remember last season we talked about him briefly as having the worst games to goals ratio for any striker in the Premier League era. Okay. David and Go. Oh, yes. Terrible. Yes. Yeah. Like he might have been, he was, I think, treated with a lot of promise by a lot of clubs. And before he went to Liverpool, I think a lot of yes. clubs were looking at him. He had a brother but, as well. Did he? Yeah, his name was Wash. Wash and go. Yeah. All oh, right. <laughs> I thought it was uh, hey, burger. Save save the gags. Mm. Save the gags. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's right, hard right. to write jokes. We yeah. Know that. yeah. So David and go, technically the worst Premier League striker ever. On the bench, I'll go through these quickly because this has been dragging on a bit. It is a bit, a bit. Yeah, a bit. Andre Voronin. Yeah, I remember him. Fabio yeah. Borini. Yeah. Terrible. Bruno Shea. He's there again. Um, <laughs> wow. It's his brother. <laughs> yeah, I told his you. Brother, brother, yeah. yeah. His parents called him the same name. Both two Brunos. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Milan Jovanovic. No idea who that is. No, that's just made up. Adam Bogdan. A lot of promise. Was shit in the Ginger end. goalie. Yeah. Yeah. Sebastian Coates. Ended up at Sunderland. Crap. Really slow. Christian Paulson. Same thing. Too remember slow. Remember him. Yeah. Really yeah. crap. So, yeah. Um, but. The reason for me bringing that into the podcast was to show how far they've come and what a fucking brilliant job uh, Klopp has done to turn that into an absolute world-class and world-beating squad. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever. Because they have beaten the world, yeah, thanks to fine. Frank Lampard. Yeah, let's, all right, they've won the league. Well done. Move on, <laughs> move on. Some, maybe someone else will win it next, next year. Maybe. 
Maybe. Maybe well, some clubs might go down this year. I think ah, that's what will happen. Yes, well, you talk about the champions, Joe. What about relegation? Well, that's the other end. That's hotting up or cooling down, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, and uh, it looks like Norwich are in a right Nor- state. They're, they're, in the, they're in a puddle of poo. When is it that they technically can't get out of the relegation battle? Must be very soon, right? Sunset. Oh. No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> It's like meeting for a duel. Yeah, a relegation no, they're, duel. They're not back. Uh, they're not. They're not. Um, no, they're not, not getting out of it. Are they, I don't. Really? They're right at the bottom. Yeah. Um, and I feel for them because I like them. I like the manager, Daniel Fark. Do you know what? Actually, what I I um I I, I know someone who knows him. You know who? Someone who knows? Uh, Daniel. F- is it Daniel Farker? Daniel Fark, the ma- the manager. Yeah. Do you? I do. Yeah. Who do you, who is that? Ah, um, you know. It's, Wow, right. How how? Where did you meet him? No, just, just, just down the pub, you know. Just down the pub. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, you just you know, he's just talking to people. That's down the pub, mate. So what is it? His agent or something? Nah. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, down the pub. Yeah. yeah. So why why do you keep meeting people's agents down the? Well, you know, it's I can't, it's just, just a pub thing, isn't it, down a pub. Yeah, but what pub, where is this uh, pub? It's just, well, you know, you're just a pub, you've been yeah, to Yeah, but pub. I go to the pub with you and the, you, I never, I haven't met anyone, is Yeah, it? well, this is a pub, a different pub, you know, just, yeah. It's a bit weird. It's a bit the pub. All right, so yeah, anyway, pub, so you know his agent? Yeah, from down the pub, yeah. yeah. Know his agent, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then what? Uh, I got a statement. For, what, from Daniel Fark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you haven't. Yeah, from down the pub, yeah. We'll play it then. All right. Yes, it has been tough. We are determined to get out of this, but we only have to we have to pick up the points. Um, not many chances being created. We can't always rely on my pookie. After the, the game at Arsenal, I said to everyone that we have to get back to basics, strip everything back. So I got all my boys to strip in the dressing room to their underpants. Um, I did as well. I stripped down. And my coaching staff, which was a little bit awkward as my assistant Edwin Reamer was uh, being a commando that day. It was quite something. Anyway, I said to the boys, look at us, look at each other. And we just looked for about 30 minutes. Some felt uncomfortable. But as I said, it's how the saying goes. How can you expect to survive the Premier League if you cannot look at a man in his underpants? <laughs> That was very insightful. Well, it, it sounds like him, doesn't it? It must yeah. be. I mean, if you know his agent, then it's insightful. Yeah, I think yeah. he's on. He's on to something when he says stripping it back, stripping it back. Yeah, but also that they can't rely on their pookie. No, you know, because that's essentially what they've done this season. He scored majority of the goals. Yeah, yeah. and he's done know, the goals. Norwich can't do well if they rely on Cantwell. No. Uh, no, that needs some work. Well, yeah, he's 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 a good player. Uh, anyway, this is that's that's this is punditry. Now we've moved into it's a little bit. We should stay away from that until the end. Dave. Well, you, I mean, you know, you know all these agents. Where is it again? You know them? No, it's just down, down yeah, down apart, mate. Whatever. Yeah. So, but um, you know, uh, we spoke before. Obviously, this, we're in season two now, and, and like we're massive. The, the massive is huge. I mean, the, the football world—they're all talking about it, mate. I've got people knocking on my door, like wanting Have you? to. How do they know where you live? Uh, down the pub. Is that just Amazon deliveries? <laughs> Has that got anything to do with this? Uh, well, you didn't let me finish, but I no, won't now. So. I didn't. No, it's for for good reason. Yeah. Well, um, we we've been sent a a a WhatsApp message. A we voice. Have. Is it a voice note? It's a, a a WhatsApp voice recording. Yeah. And remember, a couple of episodes back, we were talking about was it footballers' phobias or something like that? Yeah, believe so. And one of them we mentioned was Phil Jones, Man United, Phil Jones. Yeah. 
who was <laughs> the best defender of the Premier League era, of course. Yeah. Um, who was afraid of fo- uh, foreign lifts? Foreign lifts. Foreign lifts. Specifically yeah. foreign. So English lifts, no problem. Yeah. Um, so we we joked about that, and he obviously heard, and he's kind of given us a bit of an explanation. He, he sent us, well, I'll just just play it, mate. He sent us this. All right, lads. Uh, Man United and England defender Phil Jones here. Love the podcast. Heard you mention me last season regarding my fear of foreign lifts. Thought I'd give you a ring and explain. It all started probably about five years ago. Uh, we were playing Swansea away. We were in hotel before the game and I got stuck in the lift with Ashley Young. First time I'd ever used a foreign lift and that's what happened. Never happened in England before that. I went on holiday to Benidorm the following year, but I used the stairs for the whole week. Anyway, cheers, lads, and uh, keep up the good work. There you go. Very foreign, that lift. Big Phil Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very well, foreign. I mean, he did say English lifts, so, I mean, te- he's technical. He's not, got us on a technicality. Yes, not Welsh lifts. Well, I yeah, yeah. It's nice that though. It's only other footballers want to send us messages. That's it. Yeah, perhaps we'll hear something from Johnny Evans again soon. Who knows? Well, his I agent mean, doesn't go. Don't go to my pub. It, no. Well, so. we already know him though. Oh yeah. You don't need. You don't need to go to the pub. That's a good point. I should start asking around. Stop then. going to the pub. All right. Fine. Yeah. Oh. Right. What's what? What have you got next for me, Joseph? Well, David, I've got a thing that is about something that wouldn't have happened in my day. Not in my day. Um, my day is, you know, still around, I suppose. It's kind of still now, but um, I guess I'll read it anyway. Well, it depends when your prime was, but uh, yeah, carry on. What are you saying? No, no, no. no Nothing? Might not have happened yet. Oh, yeah, oh, that's a positive spin. I like that. All right. <coughs> Definitely has. <laughs> Irish side Ballybrack probed after player turns up alive and well despite the club reporting him to be dead. <laughs> Why have the club had to report him being dead? You will find out. <laughs> okay. A bizarre row has erupted after the club claimed the player had been killed in a traffic accident. So the Irish football team are to be investigated after a player they reported dead turned up alive and well. Thank goodness. Uh, Leinster senior league outfit Ballybrack FC informed bosses that Spanish player Fernando Nuno Lefuente had been killed in a traffic accident. The league communicated the player's alleged passing to the media and an obituary appeared in a local newspaper. Good. A Ballybrack were due to play on Saturday, but the game was called off as a mark of respect. <laughs> when he was alive. He's alive! It sounds to me like they weren't prepared for that game. I thought, what if we say our Spanish player who's gone to see his family's dead? Don't just say he's on. Then- <laughs> just don't say he's dead. <laughs> but why do they tell the media then? When it's clearly he's just going to tell them, I'm back! Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. What? Okay, what we're going to do, guys, is we're going um, we're just going to say he's dead, okay? So just don't, don't make a big thing out of it. No. Where have you been? I've just been to the media. <laughs> why? And tell them about the dead thing. No, no, don't tell them. Why have you told the media? Oh, sorry, boss. I thought that's my best thing to do. <laughs> Who are you anyway? This is an Irish I team. I clean the toilets. <laughs> well, don't, don't speak to the media if you clean the toilets. <laughs> it's only a small club. Um, so the league, the league released a statement uh, saying that he's not dead and he actually just went to Spain for a bit. Uh, the statement said the Leinster Senior League would like to acknowledge that the notification of the death of Ballybrack FC player, <laughs> as shared with all member clubs and media partners, is without foundation. The <laughs> that, that, I like that. I'm sorry, it is without 
foundation. That's a very sort of legally correct yeah, way to say yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, the Leinster Senior League acted in good faith at all times and when notified by a representative of Ballybrack FC at the janitor, apparently, mm-hmm. as to the death of a member player, we immediately offered our heartfelt condolences and also shared the sad news with all of us in order for them to offer their own individual condolences. 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 <laughs> That's uh, like condolences, but with a lol in the middle. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, unintentionally, but yeah. Uh, so that's basically them farting in their hand and throwing it in someone's face, and it saying, "It's not our fault. We didn't Ooh, do it." Kinky. It's not our fault. They told us he was dead. Uh, we're glad to hear that the player is in good health and has returned to his native Spain. Other clubs in the league also pay tribute to the player on Twitter. Oh, no. Um, Rush Athletic Senior said condolences to everyone involved at Ballybrack FC on the tragic passing of their player making his way home from training on Thursday night. <laughs> so they even concocted a story about it, how he died. Oh, no. All at Rush Athletic expressed our deepest sympathies. So that, that's uh, that's pretty much the story there, Dave. So not in your day, because if you wanted to get out of football, you wouldn't say, I'm dead. I'd just not turn up, that probably. Work. That well, that's work, not anyway. what happened, though. He didn't say, no, he oh, didn't. by the way, um, I'm going back to Spain, cause, so can you say I'm dead? Just, <laughs> uh... He went, sorry, uh, both, I cannot play this week. And they went, I'm feeling thick. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm going to back to Spain. And then he went, yeah, no worries, we'll just say. You're it. dead to me. We'll just say you're dead. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to, yeah, no, we'll just say you're dead, though. It's no, easier. I don't think that's necessary. I might to come back. Yeah. We'll just, you can play without me. No, we just, we just, we'll just say you're dead. You're dead. Bye. Yeah, it's probably how it went down. It's funny, he sounded a little bit like Gigi Buffon, didn't he, actually? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. he, did. he creeps yeah. in everywhere, that yeah, boy. He's creepy. Um, so that, what, uh, not in your day then, Joe? That wouldn't have happened in my day. Not in my day! Yeah. No. No, it wouldn't have happened. No, no. no. Uh, I've got... Uh, oh, we're going to play another jingle now. Jingle, Yay! Jingle heavy. Uh, we haven't done this one for a, a while. Uh, and it is... <laughs> Where are they now? Where are they now? I I believe this is the feature where we find out where they are now. That's right, right, yes. And who am I talking about this time round, Joe? I don't know, because I don't know where they are yet. That's right. It's Bin Laden. (laughs) Oh, big one. Yes. Okay. um, Is this appropriate, Dave? Sure. Okay, good. Bin Laden has been spotted at Ellen Road. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Ellen Road, that's... um, Leeds United. Yep. Leeds. Leeds. Leeds United. David Batty. The club launched a new initiative uh, after the um, after the uh, which allows fans to create. Uh, the club launched a new initiative to uh, to which allows fans to create and design their own personalised crowdy, which is like a cardboard cutout uh, to oh. support the team inside Ellen Road, which has proved to be extremely popular. Brilliant. All individual orders must be, uh, well, they, they cost £25, basically. And you can have, the idea is you can have your cutout of yourself yeah. uh, in the stadium. I definitely just do what these people have done and yeah. just be like Chairman Mao or something. So, however, um, the Leeds United people um, <laughs> have had to remove a cutout <laughs> of Osama Bin Laden uh, from the front row of last week's game against Fulham. Brilliant. Yeah, Brilliant. which was spotted by an eagle-eyed viewer. That is... Uh, so, he, I mean, he was... At what, the... an avian viewer? No, an, an eagle... Oh, yeah, maybe. Or just a human with eagle eyes. Weird. Is that possible? There's some weird people We about. should look into that. This is Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against Leeds. Nothing against uh, Leeds. Yeah. Um, so, 
yeah, so it was Osama bin Laden. So he's not. He's still dead. Don't worry. Amazing. He's not going to do all that crazy stuff that he did before. No. The nutter. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, at um, Elland Road, Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. I mean, this is the perfect opportunity. You know what this reminds me of, Dave? What? If I'm not interrupting your story too not early. Not at all. It reminds me of Boaty McBoatface. Yeah. You know, when you offer up something like know, this to yeah. the public, they're going to go, right, well, I'm going to do something stupid You're asking then. for it, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. I think that's brilliant. You should you should let them do what they want, apart yeah. from if it's an offensive figure like Osama Bin Laden. Well, I mean... Even then, maybe. Everybody knows what he looks like. What's the difference seeing him on TV in the stadium? It's just a joke. Yeah. Don't... It's it's, it's not nothing... They're not saying Osama Bin Laden's great or Osama Bin Laden's bad. He is bad. We know that. What I would do, if it were me, and let's say, um, you know, uh, I'm... I want to like piss off my rival club or something. Yeah, I would uh, just engineer it so that me and all my friends put in a, a cardboard cutout of Adam Johnson in that stand or something. Oh, okay, that was just that. a stadium full of pedophiles. That is very distasteful. Can yeah. we please stick to Osama bin Laden? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> he's way better. Um, so yeah, Joe Exotic was at Ellen Road. Elsewhere, a cardboard cutout of Her Majesty the Queen was spotted in the crowd at the New Den for um, Tuesday night's one-all draw against Swansea. That's Millwall. Which one's um, worse, though? The Queen or Bin Laden? Decked out in alliance. Depends where your loyalties lie, I guess. Yeah. Um, the scheme has also been used in Australia's National Rugby National Rugby League, mate. Okay. Flaming Hill, where controversy has struck. <laughs> controversy? Controversy, yeah. Is that Which French is worse controversy? worse than controversy. <laughs> uh, with the number of incidents registering in the opening weekend. A picture of Dominic Cummings... <laughs> uh, appeared after he broke lockdown rules last month. Yeah. Um, He's while, everywhere, that one, isn't he? Exactly, yeah. Uh, while serial killer Dr. Harold Shipman was also pictured <laughs> in the stands... Harold Shipman. ...of a rugby league match. <laughs> Dr. Harold, Harold Shipman. One of the worst serial killers, really, I think. Probably. Do you think they've... Um... As in, he was as in not, not my favourite. No, I, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a Ted Bundy guy, you well, myself. It was just, it was just very... There was no drama to it, was there? It, I was a bit sort of disappointing, really. Yeah, just I'm going to inject you. Yeah. But so, anyway, I mean, yeah. it's still terrible, a serial murder. It's not Any murder is bad, in, my, right. in my opinion. I'm not, I mean, I, I'm just putting it out there. I don't want to be, but in my opinion, murder is bad. It's controversial, Dave, yeah. but I, I admire your bravery for saying that on, on air. What can I say? I've had one beers. Well, so. yeah, that's one of your favourite jokes, isn't it? Uh, that's where are they now? Is it? Yeah, is that Harold where they are? Shipman and Osama bin Laden. Thank you. And that's where they are now. Well, now I'm I'm particularly excited. Well, I must this, admit, this is a what, what do you call it when it's like a it's like a premiere. Yeah. It's a premiere, isn't it? It's a premiere. Yeah. If I if I was to take my my towel off from around my waist, you'd see how as excited I I am actually about this. Don't take it off. All right. Then. Don't take it off. Uh, this is a premiere of a new jingle. Yeah. We... New jingle for an old feature. Yeah. This is um. Yeah. This will get used a lot. I think it will. And and uh, I must say, Dave, your performance in making this jingle was was quite something. Well, uh, I am a performer, I suppose. Well, if you can understand what those two ridiculous voices were saying, it's Bastard of the Week. Bastard of the Week, yes. <laughs> and this week, it's multiple bastards. Oh, I do like a multitude of bastards As in on my podcast. Which equates to the number of four. That is a multitude. I'm holding my fingers up in case 
You I'm too drunk what, on my one what beers. Four men. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yes. Okay. Four. A quad. A quadruple of bastards. A quad. A quad of bastards. A, yes. Four of them. Who are they, David? Four men <laughs> have been arrested in Cairo after using. Um, uh, sorry, I'll I'll start that again because I missed out a key line. <laughs> uh, Take a breath, mate. A gang of thieves have been caught by police in Cairo using masks of Mohammed Salah to disguise their identities. Uh Right. Well, I guess I like the way that they've obviously gone with one of their, probably one of their heroes, yeah, and uh, someone of a you know a similar racial background to them if they are Egyptian. Well, it's in Cairo. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I'd you'd, assume, you'd assume, I'd so. assume that. That's interesting. Thank you. An armed gang of four men were arrested while attempting to rob a store in uh, Cairo. In, in Cairo, yeah, yeah. in the, the Nazir city neighborhood of the Egyptian capital. Right. That's good. Oh, I'll visit th- there then. Thank you. Do all four of the robbers covered their face using masks of the Liverpool forward? Who is a huge star in his home country and and other countries? Wasn't it in Saudi Arabia where he was awarded a plot of land or something? Yes. Continue. The gang tried to escape <laughs> after being approached by security forces, but were eventually apprehended. Mm. So yeah, there you go. Mask wearing bastards. <laughs> Why drag football into this, you bastards? Yeah, leave Mohammed out of it. Mohammed Salah out yes. of it. Leave him out. Leave Mo Salah, as I as I know him. Do you? What? I call him Momo. Actually, I've heard that from uh, his agent, but I won't tell you how. I don't want to know. All right. Yeah. So they wore masks to disguise themselves. Um, it, and they did they, some robbing and shit. They did some robbing. So some that's bastardly. Bastardly in my behavior. Opi- in my opinion. In my opinion. It's almost longer than than the last one, isn't it? Did it feel like it was longer the second time? Did it get, do you think it gets longer? We've done I this. Think it We've maybe. done this. Uh, I need to analyse it yeah. more, but and just analyse it. Yeah, I will. Oof, um, that's a gross thought. Now, Joe, we look. This is a comedy podcast, right? Am I right? We try exactly, but comedy is hard, man. It's hard. And last week, for the first time, we enlisted the help of a piece of software. Yeah. Uh, that I, I believe, Dave, as you so put it, I downloaded it from the internet. Yeah. And you had, I don't know how many megabytes, but it What's had. What's up, bitches? How's it hanging? Hey. Hey, Stephen. Oh, how are you? Stephen, I think he's learning to. Uh... Yeah. Oh, I d- he didn't. No, he he's not going to. No. No, we've done that. He's not there yet. Maybe one day. Yeah. So we've got All Stephen, right. the joke generator. He's back. Because jokes are hard to write. So we thought. Put them in this. If they're, you know, and then no, it's not our problem, is it? We're more improv guys, aren't we? But oh, these yeah, these yeah. jokes are thoroughly researched. Yeah, uh, apparently, really topical. Apparently. So, what, is it? How is it plugged into the internet? And he just you you press the button. He just goes, has a quick look, and gets one out. Yeah. Well, from the side of my computer, there's a bit of string that's going up into the internet directly. Yeah. I wonder. I thought and, that was uh, just a, it's a light pulling data down. That is clever. Yeah. I haven't got one of those uh, string internet strings. I can help you with that. Can you get one? I don't yeah. want to pay a fortune, though. I, I know don't... someone. I, I know don't... someone. Is it... It's not... You're not going to get it from d- down the... Uh, I'll see. Okay. See what I can do. But uh... So is he gonna get... we're going to have a few more from him. Are they going to be... I don't know what they're going to be. I have no idea no, what they're going to be, Dave. Okay, okay, okay. Shall okay. I press the joke button? Yeah. All right, let's have a listen. It's good to see players kneeling at the start of football matches. Although it's not the first time a player has taken a knee. 
Roy Keane did it to Al Finger Harland in 2001. Guys, that oh, is, that's yeah, good. That's yeah, clever. That's good. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I particularly like that one. So I think it sounds like he's done quite a lot of football research since last week. It's nice that they're fo- they're football re- based. Yeah, like this podcast is. Well, it, loosely. Yeah, loosely. Um, well, shall I press it again, Dave? Yeah. All right. Steven Gerrard famously never won the Premier League with Liverpool after overseeing last week's defeat of Manchester City as Chelsea manager. Frank Lampard has now won more Premier League titles for Liverpool than Steven Gerrard has. Ooh, that's ooh, ooh, that's a nice dig. Shazam. Yes. Slap. Go on, Super Frank. Kapow. I like that one, Steven. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you do like that one, don't you? Mm. So that makes it that four Premier League titles Lampard's won, three for Chelsea, well, and one for Liverpool. Yeah, that's Stevie. Mm. No, I like them both. I'm going to press the button one more time and see what happens. On the 27th of September 2012, Alan Pardew signed an eight-year contract with Newcastle United, which expired yesterday. In that time, he was sacked by both Crystal Palace and West Brom. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's that eight-year like contract was absurd. That's just like, a ridiculous fact. He had like a decent season and got them into the Europa League. And they're like, right, we need you for eight years. <laughs> a lot of changes in eight years. Yeah. Like eight years? They must have really absurd. I mean, liked him more a lot. than that. Oh, that's more great. than that. So, does that mean that he's the first manager to ever be sacked by two clubs whilst being an employee of another? Well, how did he? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was sacked like two years after signing that eight-year contract or something, wasn't it? It was outrageous. It's not got a good record. He's, he's, he's not had the sack. He's had the sack a few times. Yeah, he did have. A, that was a brilliant season for them, though. With like zero money, they'd finish fifth or whatever it was. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. good. Well, that's good. Thank you, Stephen. Cheers, Stephen. Nothing. No, nothing. He'll, he'll get there. He'll okay. get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so where does that leave us now, then, David? Um. Well, I guess he'll just do down, press it again, and down. oh, not that, no, not the jokes. Oh, the, the, the podcast po- itself. Oh, okay. Well, I think. Well, we did um, last week. We finished on puns, and we the the subject suggested to us was fast food slash takeaways. Yes. Um, and we did our ones. They were so they were all right, weren't they? I liked them. Yeah, I did. What I, was your favourite one? I liked all of them because <laughs> I haven't got them in front of me. Well, I, if I don't, if it's not too arrogant to say, my own one was my favourite. I think. Uh, Cheesy Chips and Andy Gravy was my favourite. Yeah, yeah, that was my least favourite. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what we did is we put it out to our listeners, our subscribers, um, to to have to bring uh, bring their own suggestions to the table, and that way we don't have to think up any more. And um, we got a plethora of suggestions, oh, didn't we, did Dave? we? Yeah. Yeah. And then next week we'll think of a new subject. We have actually had one suggested on the Facebook, so perhaps we'll do that. Well, this is great. We're not having to do half as much work it's anymore, It's much better. Yeah. Much better. Um, Shall we hear these puns? Shall we do them? Yeah, go on. And you go first. Well, here's the jingle first. Pundiful like current puns. A punionated punditress. Punted in the creamy puns. Spraying you with punny spunk. Puns. <sighs> had to get that in there. It's one of my <sighs> favourites. It's a good one. And it's only the second time we've used that. There'll be, there'll be many more. There'll be plenty of time, love. Don't worry. Uh, shall I go first? Go on then. Who's what have you got? We feel obliged to put not just be, not just because of who he is, but because they're really good puns too. Number one, Fan Dan's puns. He's back at the very top. Here he is, his first mark on Round the Back season Ooh. two. Number one, Fan Dan, and his first effort is chicken tikka mo salah. <laughs> very good. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And rude Van Savalor. <laughs> yeah. I really like that one. That one's good. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. Dan. Often ones that were. A lot has changed in the name. Um, the don't work that well, but that one's really good. I like yeah. that one a lot. 
Okay. It's like the rhythm, isn't it? Rude Van Savilroy. Savilroy? That's what I'm going to call him <laughs> now. Savilroy. Um, Savile Row. Okay. Well, we also had some quite a few suggestions from, um, well, the person we named the podcast after last week, the episode, um, Mr. Colin Jones. Oh, he's, uh, he's around a lot, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's, um, it's a bit weird. Yeah. But, but fine. But we'll take his money from Patreon. Oh, yeah, he's a Patreon. <laughs> um, you feel free to sign up. But, but, you know, it's your choice. Don't have to do it. Anyway. Uh, he said, um, he said, Scott Big Mac Tomenay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Uh, Christian Benticca Masala. Yeah, good. There's loads. You can do that. Teke fried chicken, yeah, tikka masala. Yeah. Like yeah. it. It's got a name for it. Mm. Uh, Zinger Dean Zidane. <laughs> <laughs> is that KFC? Zinger? Yeah, Zinger. Yeah, Zinger. Zinger Dean Zidane. I mean, that in itself is a Zinger. That is it. Yeah, it is a Zinger. Paolo One Chop Suey. <laughs> <laughs> we missed loads. I know. We, it, it's showing us up, really. Here's a bit. Declan Pilau Rice <laughs> and um, and uh, Sadio Chow Mane. Um, I should say you got some help Chow with Mane, it. Chow Mane. Yeah. Oh, Chow Mane. But Chow you Mane. can't really say Mane. Oh, it's just it's... How, it's, how it's written. Yeah, it's very good, though. I beg your pardon. Not to take anything away from I it. Did, I should say you got some help with his um, with his son for those as well. Did so, he? So thank you. Yeah, mm. Well done. Credit well to... Well done, the Joneses. Mini Jones. Yes. Yeah. Um, I've got some more here from a Rob Barnett. Oh, go on, yeah. Yes. Uh, his number one suggestion was Phil Kebab. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, it's obvious. I mean, how we missed it, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a good, solid one, that. Yeah. Very little's changed in the name. You know how I'm funny about that. Uh, Phil Kebab. You are. You I like your, it. You have your funny ways. Marcus Madrasford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot a of curry one. ones. Curry's easy to play with, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, I'm going to have a chapati, for example. Or... You, I'm gonna give you none of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I could, I could do this all day, mate. Could you? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's uh, another curry one for you. Oh, oh. Vinny Deloo Jones. <laughs> That's good. They're yeah. all good. Yeah, all good thank, stuff. Thank you, everyone. Yeah, I like that. I like the input. It's good. Yeah, I like it. Have you got any more? Off the top of my head, no. No, then. <laughs> <laughs> good. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, that was lovely. I enjoyed that episode two. Oh, two down. Only seventy odd more to go. I was going to say, how many should we do this season series? Five. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just keep them coming. Well, I just whenever I feel like it. If we do, it means we've got to do another theme tune, haven't we? If we do that every time, I don't want to do that every time. Are we? Let's give it a good sixty-five hours of podcast at least. It's doable. We've done it before. Hey, and we'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, shall we do the pleasantries? Um, do the, yeah, do the admin. So, thank you for listening. Done. Thank you for listening, I'm everyone. Joking. Yeah. I mean, we mean that sincerely from the bottoms of our... Bottom. Yes. Uh, yeah, please visit our new uh, shiny and clean website at roundtheback.com. Find us on Twitter at roundthebackpod, which we use loads and loads to connect with everyone. Uh, Instagram at round underscore the underscore back, I believe, Dave. Yes, it's... It's it's not that complicated. I mean, it's, it sounds worse when you say it, but just look for the image. Just search round the back. Ah, you'll find us. You'll find it's us. It's easy. You'll Instagram. Find us, Everyone knows I bloody use that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, and Facebook. Facebook is just under round the back, so that's bloody easy. So you can't even, you know, no excuses. Um, one of the best things you could do for us if you are a listener and you've enjoyed this episode is give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, they really do help to put us up the top. And then if you're feeling super generous, 
uh, and oh. feeling like you want to be contributing to Round the Back, staying free and ad-free, then you can go to patreon.com forward slash round the back and donate some money to us. That'd be awesome. But, I mean, it's your choice. You don't have to. You don't have to do it. That's fine. But anyway, yeah. We're on Spotify as well. Oh so. yeah, we're on Spotify. That's and all new. That shit. That's new, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Not for well, for us. And we will be touring soon. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah, I know. I'll end up organising it as well if I do. Oh, here we go. Right. Well, let's discuss this off air. I think, <laughs> young man. Um, how do we end this stuff normally? Usually, we just say that's that's the that's the end. Okay. And then you just press the button. I think. <laughs>